start it, right? Sure. Uh, did we hit record? Yeah, we did. We're recording. Okay. And right. uh, welcome to Ethica America, where we bitch about things that we hate in America. Ha ha ha. It's basically Sorry. what it's turned into. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's just Bitch Fest 2023 over here. So yep. I am so your dungeon we... master for the day, Ryan. Oh my gosh, and I'm not the dungeon master. Uh-huh. I don't even know what, what I'm just a worker, I guess, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you, you will be. We'll get to that here in a here in a little bit. So, oh man. And yeah. what are we talking about today? Oh, workers' rights. Yeah, we're going to talk about workers' rights today. And so. how and how we have so many workers' rights and we get to do whatever we want and the company's like, oh yeah, we appreciate you working here. Here's all the rights and we appreciate everything you do and here's a and bunch here's of money. And here's a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how it works, right? Yeah. I mean, right? I've, I've never experienced anything different. I certainly yeah. have never experienced any worker exploitation in my entire life. Fuck you, Ron. <laughs> my, uh, my last employee the plant manager referred to the uh, uh, plant workers as cattle. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> we're replaceable and everything like that, which is funny because like, yeah, sure, we're, we could be replaceable. But you're also spending uh, a bunch of money on a trainer and they're usually training someone about uh, nonstop. So... <laughs> Right. Maybe maybe we shouldn't be replaceable. Maybe you should just treat workers well so you don't have to pay someone about double the amount of money to train other people and then they do a bad job and then they just leave and then you have to train more people or they don't like the job and then you have to train more people. It's oh, just man. like it's kind of weird how companies put so much work and effort into training people when they when they know like this job sucks and we don't pay enough and they're just going to leave anyway right here's uh i don't know six weeks of paid training and hopefully our trainers are doing a good job to say how great of a place this is to work and you don't leave and then you just accept all the everything that's wrong with the company and you hopefully you just stay and just go oh okay i'll just i'll overlook this this is fine i'll overlook this and eventually you just become compliant and you so overlook everything and then you and then they say oh just give the job about you know three months it'll be fine well psychologically speaking in three months you become accustomed to that routine and you just kind of like accept it as part of your life now <laughs> So I mean, that's probably why they tell you to give it three months yeah, until yeah. you're trained like a sheeple. Yeah, exactly. And then I'm like, I know why you say three months and I'm on to you. But <laughs> <laughs> I took one psychology class yeah. and this is what I learned. I did take one psychology class. <laughs> and is that what you learned? I don't remember what I learned in that class. Uh, I think I, I mean, it was so long ago that. I'm sure I did learn about routines and how you develop a habit and a routine after like X amount of weeks and X amount of months. I know that everyone's kind of different, but mm-hmm. most people would just become accustomed to a routine or a habit after like three months. And they're just like, all right, well, this is my life now. Yeah. And then they're like, well, I can't leave because I'm in this situation where I need money because I have bills to pay. I got mouths to feed. Ain't nothing in this world is free. No, that's a song. Can't, yeah, you can't slow down. You um, can't slow down. You can't you hold, can't hold back. back. Though you know you wish you, you could. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. We're good at karaoke. Right. <laughs> and uh, some people are like, yeah, you should always have like, I don't know, three months salary worth of money saved up. And I'm like, who has three months of salary just saved oh, up? No. I, mean, I mean, one of my one of my coworkers probably does but the rest definitely not yeah i mean i do but that's only because i sold my house and then i <laughs> and i have that money in an account and i don't have a lot of bills right now because i'm currently just living with my in-laws but right and yeah, I, but not but, everybody's that lucky you know no. what i'm saying like and as I'm, far as like low you know low uh what is it called 
you know, basically low amount of bills. Yeah, I have a very low overhead. I have a low, very low cost of living right now. Yeah. And I basically just have my car and my car insurance and then like everyday more monthly expenses like food, Starbucks, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. not everyone budgets $300 a month for Starbucks. Or HelloFresh. And now a moment <laughs> from this month's sponsors. HelloFresh is actually really nice. We do get four meals a week, but it is like $77. And we are on a promotion promotion right now. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I don't know how much it's going to be after the promotion, I but it's actually no pretty convenient. It's nice and it's yummy and it's fun yeah. to cook random meals every, you know, every for those four meals. But yeah, I get you. But man, is it? Is it it's kind of costy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I also am also the type that's like, well, I eat out every day. So when I'm eating out every day, I spend about $21. So as long mm -hmm. as it's like, well, I spend between 21 and like 30, depending on where we get from DoorDash. And if we mm -hmm. go to, depending on where we go, but like our normal place is about $24. And it's a mac and cheese place and it's really tasty, but it's cheaper than HelloFresh is cheaper than that. And it's about the same price as eating Chipotle. So, but Chipotle has risen their prices, but that's because of the pandemic and um, definitely not because of corporate greed. Yeah, because while everybody <laughs> was off for the pandemic, nobody got Chipotle. So therefore they have to make up for lost margins in order to keep their shareholders happy, right? Exactly. Yeah. And shareholders are probably the most important thing that a company can um, look at. Oh, agreed. I know each and every one of our company's shareholders and they're, I know none of them. Yeah. So I'm but sure they, some of them are fine, but you know. They they sure do put a lot of weight into their opinions and to make them happy. Yeah. I mean, somebody gives you hundreds of thousands of dollars, though. So, I mean, I kind of get that, but right so, simultaneously your business shouldn't be so fragile that you have to rely on shareholder opinions to uh make sure that it's running smoothly yeah but like so. the business is probably running just fine they're just like oh man look at all this extra money that that we can now pocket and but we have to also do things in such a way to make the shareholders happy so we need to cut costs somewhere and that's where we get to what workers rights where um yeah. people probably cut employee costs but not cut but like basically budget the cost of employees to be almost the bare minimum for oh the law. yeah yeah for sure yeah i mean um so like i would say most companies do that most companies view employees at, as burdenous to some degree and if they could get away from using employees and could switch to using robots, they probably would for the yeah. most part. Did you, so. uh, did you hear about rallies that had like a robot that operated the fryer and no. <laughs> they had, they had to get rid of the robot after like 24 hours or something like that because it was messing up. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot yeah, compute love extra crispy. <laughs> But, Here is hamburger fries. <laughs> <laughs> but like in theory, like it should be able to operate a fryer because I mean, it's it's in the oil for X amount of time and you flip a burger X amount of time. So it should just be like clockwork. But you also take into account that it's a robot and yeah. it, it's like any other computer. And we know yeah. how well computers do. <laughs> and that's why oh. we have a, a whole IT department in some overseas country there that take all of our issues have you ever noticed that like most it departments are completely useless <laughs> like um this week like, at work i've had to deal with an it department and sometimes they're kind of rude and they're just like no just wait because i had to ask a question of like do i have to download this program anywhere and they're like no just wait and i'm like okay and then it didn't even download correctly. <laughs> Sounds about but, right. Yeah. 
did it did it fix it by waiting <laughs> no uh oh. and then someone else had to take control of my computer <laughs> they tried to download it and then the operation failed and then i had to go to another it person and then they had this has gone too <laughs> complex it's crazy because it's just like a stupid program that like right. the company has to run on the computer and yeah. but like it's for whatever reason it's not working and also windows 10 is not going to be operational after 2025 i think they're going to stop doing uh updates yeah, and I don't surprise me. I don't know what all these remote people are gonna do when the company's like, "Oh shit, we have to like redo all these operating systems," and and the IT department's gonna be like, "Oh shit, we have to redo all these operating systems on like, I don't know, X amount of employees for X amount." It's gonna be crazy. If they were smart about it, what they'd do is they'd send you a new laptop, right? They'd yeah, have they'd... that laptop ready to go, and mm -hmm. then you'd send your old one back, and you'd yeah. have like a month to transfer everything over or something like that. Yeah, that's that's probably what they should do. But as we talked about a little bit in our last episode, where like the entire uh, business system and like also government system that involves running electronics is just so out of date and they're just like whatever we'll just fix it on the fly pretty much and that's research and development in the field yeah yeah but speaking of our last episode aaron do you know where some of the first uh some of the first labor laws in the united states came from uh in the u.s um yeah. probably during our lovely coal mining operations I mean, that definitely, definitely did something. Um, no, but like the first, the, at least the first that I could find, um, the first big labor laws that were set in place. Well, they happened in the state that we were last visiting. Utah? I mean, Wyoming? Uh, Massachusetts. <laughs> oh, Massachusetts. Yeah. Where yeah. the Liberty Bell is not located. Yeah, yeah. The definitely not there yeah it's in philadelphia or something yeah it's definitely in philly i forgot all about talking about the labor or the uh liberty bell last i don't even know if i kept but... it in the episode so it might just be like some inside joke between it could us. just be our imagination <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of like the fact that, god i really want to go to the liberty bell and just weld it oh <laughs> like, yeah you know put a fillet weld in there oh did you but... see that the coliseum like a tourist went to see it and then etched their like initials in it and then they got five years in jail and they're, they're like that i didn't know it was an ancient uh like landmark i'm like <laughs> leave me you... alone i'm just dumb <laughs> do you not know i don't know dude i mean you also uh i mean you've also listened to uh, most of the crime after crime podcasts right yeah and you know how dumb people are in some instances. People are so dumb. Like, I don't understand how. I'm not even saying that I'm brilliant by any means, but like, yeah, I definitely got a leg up amongst most people. I'm a fucking I don't... weirdo, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I work customer service and like the calls I get, I'm just like, how do you how do you operate? And I, I, I know how people operate. They just kind of yell at the workers and then they just get their way eventually. But yeah yeah i mean that's usually how it goes if somebody's being non-compliant then force them into compliance through any means possible particularly yeah. through berating right and then when you're a worker you're just like i don't get paid enough for this you can just get whatever you want my company makes billions of dollars a year and i get like 13 dollars an hour so yeah. <laughs> here you go as you get record profits and you just and the CEO just got like a, I don't know, $300 million um, bonus and you got like a pizza party. Yeah. Well, do you think <laughs> that maybe if um, maybe if we made our company culture a little bit more like a cult, do you think maybe that would help? Oh, probably. I feel yeah. like if like we just team spirit. Yeah. I, unfortunately, I think we're trained in such a way that we have to make the company first because, man, Oh. I've been through some like uh, training programs where you're the company is never at fault for anything, and it's always the employee. Yeah, it's it's never the company and it's never the item. You just say, "I'm sorry. What can I do to fix it?" Yeah, but the company will never take accountability. You have to take accountability for it. 
yeah in such a way that you have to fix the issue but like bummer but maybe the company should just not make bad products <laughs> i'd agree or or cut costs and i'd agree uh, so where did the first labor thing develop it in Massachusetts? Um, well, the first labor law that developed in the United States, uh, at least like the first big one, I guess I could say, was uh, the Factory Inspection Act of 1845 in Massachusetts. Um, mm-hmm. So it it kind of the idea there was to regulate um working conditions in factories and protect workers uh, from certain types of exploitation. I mean, you got to think about it. I mean, like factories before they started putting like safeguards in such as like railings and all this stuff, like you're operating this heavy equipment, like it's probably steam driven at that point. I got to imagine, you know, they have boilers and stuff like that. A boiler blows up, like it, it creates a mess. I mean, I know it did right up here in Ohio not too long ago where a boiler blew up and it like took out like most of the factory. Yeah. We just uh, had a factory, a paper factory catch on fire. Like, I yeah. think recently. Oh man. And so it still happens. I mean, yeah, yeah. But we also know that like regulations like that are kind of overlooked because it's also cheaper just to fix the issue rather than like spend the money for preventative costs. I know that that's yeah. like a, like just part of business and that's how we got to the issue with like the railroad system and how train cars just derail and then explode and they're have hazardous materials and then ohio is just basically on fire again yeah yeah it's like when los angeles started to burn except this one was you know all at the hands of you motherfuckers over there at berkshire hathaway So was this like a textile factory? Because I know the I don't I don't even know what where this um, started from, but the end of it resulted in um, basically factory inspectors uh, were appointed so that way they could enforce safety standards and working hour limits. Yeah, um, because back then they were like trying to push people uh, into working like sixteen hour days, even women right. and children and all that stuff. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's crazy that like a company just is like, all right, your new life now is working for me seven days a week, 16 hours mm-hmm. a day, and we're going to pay you enough where you can't quit because you, then you'll starve to death. Right, right. And you wouldn't want to starve to death. Right. And you don't want your kids I... to starve to death. So you, you just keep working until you die. Yeah. And I mean, and shortly after that too, like it gets really weird. Like, Massachusetts was kind of a pioneer and like they were a pioneer in the last episode, if you remember, right? Yeah. With allowing um, free information to flow as far as like the car you purchased for like diagnostic purposes and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. They were like on the forefront of like, hey, these should be your rights as a car owner. You want to fix your own car? That's fine. If you're a shop and you want to fix it, yeah, you should certainly have that information available and like auto manufacturers as a result of that they're like yeah we'll just make it across the board just so that way like you know um, every state has access to it because we got to accommodate to this one then we should probably accommodate to all and here you see something similar happen where massachusetts is like no man like you're kind of like killing workers and they're dying a lot so like maybe cut off of that (laughs) (laughs) but like and then well then shortly after that right you started having the uh uh something called the 10-hour movement Mm -hmm. right where in the mid-19th centuries um workers who were in the manufacturing industry though i guess it did go um beyond that but anyhow they began advocating for like shorter work days Um, right they were looking to take the number of hours worked in a day which was normally about 12 down to 10 <laughs> which i mean you work 12s I've i did 12s in the past uh, i did work but, 12s but like when i work 12 hour days i mm-hmm. i would work three 12s and then have four days off and then i would work four 12s and have three days off so like yeah no, actually they were wor- really nice 
they were working six days a week. Doing yeah, that. that's that's crazy. That's a lot. I yeah. mean, we had I mean, people... overtime laws didn't apply at that point in time either. <laughs> so yeah, I had a I yeah I worked for someone where I was salary and I didn't get paid overtime, but and it's awful. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, at my at that factory that I worked at, where I worked twelves, I mean. Uh, we did have people that were working overtime and they were like, yeah, I'm going to work a bunch of overtime. And then they made it. So you couldn't work more than like, Oh man, 68, like you couldn't work over maybe 80 hours or something. I think you can only work five days in a row or something like that. Hmm. Yeah. Like they, they made it so you had to leave <laughs> at a certain point. Yeah. Because he was also working, he was also trying to work 16 hours a day. So he would work like uh, a core, uh, a third of a shift after his normal shift. So he would go home at like nine o'clock. So he it's would work dangerous from... when you think about that. Like, cause like, yeah. dude, there's 16 hours a day. There's only 24 hours a day in a, in a factory, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that he leaves w- him eight hours a day to like sleep, shit, and basically <laughs> die and go to bed. Yeah. Oh, I told him he should just get like a van life and just live in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, he might have loved but, that. But it's weird that like people fight for these for these rights to like do for, to cap our hours so we can't work over 40 hours or in a week or over because eight how hours dare you exploit the company like yeah that, Aaron. i am a company <laughs> man through and through like some people are company like company needs to eat too you know okay <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say is the yeah. company needs to eat too yeah our because, shareholders right and yeah. corporations are sometimes considered people too under law which is oh, so Christ. weird to me because they they need the right to sue people so they have to be like an individual right yeah, but that's been taken too far too, and you know that as well. But yeah, 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 because now we can. Oh, what are some weird things that companies can do because of that law? Um, I know that if they can sue people. Yeah, yeah, I so think that's one of the big ones. Individuals, yeah. um, from things like libel or, you know, whatever. Um, oh, and uh, probably like. Uh, intellectual properties so definitely that yeah Yeah. um because i know that sometimes osha isn't allowed to inspect some corporations or companies because of that Mm -hmm. law so if osha needs to go to like a a meatpacking plant to see how if there's anything wrong they they have to like have a bag over their head going through some of the areas because of questionable things and I'm like, uh, how is that? It's it's you're a company that's in a country. You're not above the country's laws. Right. But like they are. The yeah. company has more rights than the average person. The does. average person. I mean, because you yeah. can't put a company in jail. Have you ever no, noticed you that? Like, you can't. Well, I mean, you can put all the employees of a company in jail, though. Yeah. But, but like, do you remember that, that thing happened? a while ago? Right. Do you remember that thing a while ago with Volkswagen where um, their diesel uh, engines were being sold over here? Right. But diesel engines have some really strict um, emissions regulations. Right. right. And they fudge something in the program. So that way it would oh, pass e checks and stuff yeah. like that. Right. I do remember but they that. Got, but they got found out. Do you know the first person who went to jail was? Oh, probably one of the employees. The guy who did the programming for it. Oh my god! You're sure it's? I mean, it's not his fault that he was pressured into doing this. You know what I'm saying? He's probably like, you have to do this, or uh, we're firing you. And pretty much, yeah. So what's he gonna do? Yeah, we know you have three kids, and you have to do this. Otherwise, you're gonna be unemployed and homeless. And the guy's like, we're gonna put a black mark on your record. Yep. You were an engineer at Volkswagen. Like now, you're nothing. That's so shitty. Yeah. But no, yeah, right. they're allowed to do that. Yeah. And it's 
insane to me that like they just allow it but we know that the government's actually just run by shareholders and rich people so they're just like here's a bunch of money um overlook this law and also make it so we don't go to the prison yeah like the amount of rich people that go to prison like i'm not they don't even go to prison they go to like basically home arrest or this like really fancy jail summer camp (laughs) yeah and they basically just like get to keep their normal life when they get right. out of jail rather than when an, a, an, a normal person, when they go to the prison, they just, their life's basically like ruined yeah. and they can't get like normal jobs. And even if they do get a normal job, they're, they're probably like looked at bad. Real bad. <laughs> oh man. So I, I think there was a uh, two people at my factory that were, have pedophile charges and oh, i don't excellent. i don't think they were allowed Damn. to tell us who <laughs> i mean Which, you could probably figure it out but yeah but like i also am well i also look at the prison system like well they did their time they probably got re- rehabilitated and they're probably uh good i really thought now. you were gonna say that they probably got raped <laughs> <laughs> i don't know but yeah. I, I like to think I like to think that I try and think that people change when they're out of prison, but I do I mean I studied the prison system for a, a while also, so I know that that's <laughs> not the case. Yeah, we don't really rehabilitate as much as no, we do just punish. Don't. We do. Like yeah. our rehabilitation is just another another subject for another day, but Yeah. Yeah, we seem to run across those a lot during Bitch Fest oh 2023. <laughs> it's like every episode where we just, yeah, here's one topic. We're going to have to come back to this at a later <laughs> date. You write this down there. Yeah. You write it down now. Oh, man. I'm super excited to talk about just the prison system and privatized prisons and <sighs> how they operate and what was even like on the outside of the prison, that prison system and what the justice system does to keep people in prison or to make it so it's easier for certain people to go to prison so it can it's it's just all bad it's just all bad everything's bad what are we talking about <laughs> you're still there oh no you're gone switch over to my headphone mic for a minute okay now you're back yeah that's my bad all right so i, was, I tried to do a thing and i did real bad it's fine so, so what were we so, so we're talking about workers rights and it started in massachusetts <laughs> yeah yeah i know it happens this way every time but i enjoy our banter if no one else does but like massachusetts they've kind of been they've been on point with this. I mean, other states passed other laws, right? So like Pennsylvania passed the child labor law in 1848. Yeah. There was a federal contract labor law during 1864 where the U S government passed the, uh, I don't want to put it. They basically regulated the labor of workers employed on government contracts and sought to prevent, well, they just wanted ethical treatment for them basically. And that's what it comes down to. And that's mostly what we're bitching about today is that, workers aren't necessarily pieces of meat and yeah some of them are dumb as fuck and some of them are really bad at their jobs but they're still people you know what i'm saying people deserve to be treated in some sort of with some sort of decorum well it didn't just this year uh, a state passed a law to make it easier for kids to get jobs now Yes, yes, Ohio did that. Oh my God, Ohio did it? I thought a different Ohio state did, did that. It. You can thank motherfucking Governor <laughs> Mike DeWine and his goddamn love of his citizens. And by the way, God. you fast food restaurants, you can't find workers. That's okay. We're going to help. 14, 13-year-olds, come to arms. Everybody needs their Big Mac. Yeah. Oh, apparently, uh, Illinois, you can have a job as early as 12. That is excellent news. <laughs> like, yeah. I like in 1848, we're passing child labor laws, and it's all just getting reversed now yeah. because, like, people are like, "We need cheap labor." Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I understand that right now. When you go to a fast food place, 
every single one has a now hiring sign because uh, from, you know, basically like when, when the pandemic was happening, um, everyone was like uh, laid off or. Uh, or fuck you, I'm not working because or, I'm yeah. like deathly afraid of getting ill. Yeah, exactly. And so a lot of people quit and then that's mm -hmm. never come back. And then yep. now people realized, oh, wait, I can get a remote job because all these remote jobs have like entry level positions where all I have to do is just be happy getting yelled at on the phone because you're calling Spectrum and your Internet's out. <laughs> and actually, Spectrum's customer service is pretty good. I was actually really yeah. impressed when I lost my Internet and I called them right. and they handled everything really well. And the next day, like someone was out fixing my Internet. But. You have to be okay talking to those one customers that are just going to yell at you. And that's well, going to be the worst thing. But it's also better than flipping a burger in some people's eyes. True that. My in, my uh, my experience with Spectrum, by the way, is entirely different than your oh, experience. Oh, there. No. <laughs> yeah. I've had to like scream at I'm like usually pretty patient. Yeah. Right. And I've had to scream at them on the phone while they transfer me to somebody else because like they're not actually listening to my problem. Right. And then somehow they were I don't even want to get into it, but somehow they knew like what speeds I was getting mm -hmm. off of the speed test that I did on my computer. And I'm like how the fuck do you know that? Like, there is no reason you should be prying on my goddamn computer right now and knowing exactly where I am in my house because that's yeah. how the woman made it sound. And then I got transferred real quick. <laughs> so, do they say transfer? I'm going to transfer you, or do they say I'm going to connect you? Uh, I don't even remember. Okay, because like uh, four years ago, I oh. just remember being real spooked when she knew the exact number I was referring to. Yeah, because she's the one who said it, not me. And I'm like, how the fuck would you know that? Like, they probably did their own speed test. I wonder if they can. Well, just, they like, might have. They might feel yeah. the thing. But or maybe it's linked to their stuff. I don't really know. But all I remember is I was a little bit frazzled after that. And the woman's like, "Well, I have all this information about you." Mm -hmm. and it's like, yeah. "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like when everyone realized that they can get better high paying jobs than working at like fast food then they just did right. so now a bunch of people which i mean we noticed that like a lot of companies are uh offering more money because everyone else is offering more money so that's i mean our, that's a step in the right direction and yeah. really from like the 1800s on like we have made steps in a positive direction i don't want to say that we haven't mm -hmm but we're not to where we need to be either. Right. And it's crazy that like our minimum wage is still based off like the federal government and setting up a minimum wage. And then it's also goes down to the state and having a minimum wage, but like the federal government can't actually pass anything. That's like a, well, a federal minimum uh, wage because the states will go, wait, no, you can't do that. That's overstepping right. your bounds. And then they sue. And then it goes to the Supreme court and the Supreme court is being paid by, corporations and they're like nope you can't do that brought to you by budweiser <laughs> real american heroes <laughs> i'm clarence thomas and i <laughs> approve of my billions of dollars getting paid so i'm going to overlook this, this. is my wife she's an activist <sighs> i know it's fine everything's yeah. fine um, well, and we were just talking about minimum wage laws, right? Yeah. Like Massachusetts also, by the way, has a longstanding history of actually like kind of being a leader in setting good minimum wages. Or right. At least they did. I um, mean, it's... they were one of the first states to pass a minimum wage law back in 1912. So yeah. like, well, now whenever you talk about minimum wage, you're like, we probably should raise the minimum wage. And the people are like. Yeah, because no one works minimum wage anyway, because they'll just find a job that pays more than minimum wage. And right. it's true. Well, a lot and of that's the idea behind like the free market. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I mean, the minimum wage is currently set at seven twenty five an hour, I think. Yeah, so, it is. Like... But you'll you'll never see a company advertising minimum wage at like eight dollars an hour or seven twenty five. Um, well, now even like the McDonald's by me, they were hiring at like they're like. $12 an hour minimum. Yeah. And, and it's I, like, and I bet if you drive down like five miles in another direction and see another star, uh, not Starbucks, uh, McDonald's, they're probably advertising a higher wage because they're all franchises and they can do what they want. Right. Yeah. Most, most fast food restaurants that I drive past are offering like around a $15 minimum wage. Yeah. Which I mean, good on them for like being above the standard. I'm, 
you know, I'm not suggesting yeah. that, but it's like, but they also have barely to. enough to live off of. Yeah. They have to offer more because they're not getting enough employees and they're going to like Amazon where they get paid $18 an hour and don't get pee breaks. That's why you get that gallon jug to just sit at your station. Is that a carboy filled with delicious lemonade? <laughs> sure is, Jeff Bezos. There you go. Oh, man, I only work eight hours a day because it's... God, I read an article about that man once that just infuriated me. He only works eight hours a day, which, like, don't get me wrong. Nobody should really be working more than eight hours a mm-hmm. day. But it's like, in the meantime, I know what's going on with, like, his businesses and stuff, right? Like, the amount of extra work that people are having to put in. Right. And his reason for working an eight-hour day was simple it was oh well i just like to be as efficient as possible and if i can't get it done in an eight hour day then i just won't get it done that day so i try oh. to squeeze everything in into an eight hour day okay all right and it's like oh cool so like when you're talking about millions of packages being shipped out like i'm directly responsible for him being as popular as this is as he is like amazon's a it's a terrific service yeah it really is like it is i hate that they treat their employees like that but i uh, put so many small businesses out because like now they're the only place to really find niche parts and you can get it in like two days and it's like all right and it's usually cheaper than like if i like go in the micro center or something like that yeah it's actually crazy because whenever you do are looking for something like that you do have to go to amazon because there's no point in like Best Buy or Micro Center to carry this like niche item that is just going right. to sit on the shelves and collect dust because that's just wasted inventory. That's just wasted money. But yeah. also like the way Amazon works is people like you and me or even like other companies, they they will send items to Amazon to sell mm-hmm. because Amazon doesn't actually like sell anything themselves. They just outsource basically their entire existence and right. they just was like, oh, yeah, sell it here because we reach all these millions of people and you can make money. And we'll just take a small pro- um, a small percentage of like, you know, a quarter of the profit. Well, it, it's usually more than that, I thought. But... It's uh, the last time I, I looked at it, you had to pay for the shipping to get the item there. And you mm-hmm. had to, and you have to pay for the item cost itself. And then they take about 15 to 18 percent. I see. Yeah. So you're better off shipping it in bulk to them. Yeah. And so what you do is you basically like ship a ton of stuff to Amazon Prime because then it's cheaper to get it all there. And then they kind of house it all and then they just take a percentage and then you don't lose money because you're no, you can well, now. you do when people bitch right, about yeah. like, you know. Oh, yeah. They'll, they'll never take the seller side. So eBay's similar in in that respect i mean but we both know that amazon's evil yeah we do we still use it because yeah fuck it everybody else does right yeah and or, the way people make uh, money with amazon it, like, is they go to walmart look for like the clearance items buy a bunch of it sell it on amazon <laughs> shit man like i would just do it through alibaba like you know right. you buy like a thousand items you get them for like two bucks each you sell them on amazon for like ten for somebody who just wants it right now, but they want it like yeah. cheap sort of thing. Well, you can also start an e-commerce store like that too. Just like, yeah. all right, I, I have no inventory. It's all from Alibaba and they ship it to you and yeah. that's it. I yeah. know people that make, I don't know people. I know of people that have made money doing that, but it's, hmm. it just sounds like such a headache. Yeah. Well, did we go through Texas on our road trip last episode? Um, I don't think we did. We're not going to Texas this time because it's fucking miserable down there. But anyhow, um, did you hear about like the law that they just passed not too long ago? Mm-mm. So like they've had uh, like this hunt, like when I was down there not too long ago, they were talking about record breaking heats for that month. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was like, 114 104 out were they proud of it no they weren't proud of it but right around that same time right they decided to pass house bill 20 sorry house bill 2127 um now 
the cool thing about that is that certain jurisdictions, like we'll just take Dallas as an example. Yeah. Um, they had laws set in place. So that way in that heat workers were a lot, they were, it was mandated that workers have at least one water break every four hours, mm -hmm. which that seems reasonable, right? Yeah. But Mr. Greg Abbott's like, nah, we don't want these municipalities making their own rules about that. We want that to be a state level feature. Um, so we're just going to standardize everything by making those laws null and void. Um, but in doing that now, they're not required to have water breaks every four hours. So the company <laughs> doesn't have to follow this law. They can be like, oh, well, we, we understand that yeah. our employees are important and we appreciate their help. So we're going to give you that four hour water break anyway, even though we don't have to. Yeah. Is that what yeah. happened? Pretty, I, I assume I that's mean, what pretty happened. much. I mean, to some degree, except like two men in their 30s died in Texas prisons from lack of air conditioning as a direct result of this. Oh, so because like, you know, because it, they were basically like the prison down there was basically running a sweatshop and mm, like these guys weren't required to have a water break. And like, yeah, you see the point. Right. So if a company yeah. is like, oh, so by law, I don't have to do this. So therefore, I, I don't I'm going to do the bare minimum from the that doesn't get me in trouble with the law. So no. now you don't get a water break because well, I can like, get like an extra $15 or something. Yeah. Well, and, and now, yeah, an extra 15 bucks. <laughs> it all adds up to our shareholders though. <laughs> but, um, cause but like a like, water so break is was... like what? Five minutes or something. Yeah. Like the amount of like, it's not even like, that's... and you would think that by providing that water break, it would make your employees, excuse me, more efficient it would make those that's what i would think right <laughs> but like yeah so that was like just two men in their 30s which made like i think that made i mean it, it at least made my news feed so i'll say national headlines mm -hmm. right but like the same week like seven other guys in prison died from that and like four people who weren't in prison like postal yeah. workers and utility linemen in east texas yeah they all died from that too and it's like, you're only talking like a body count of 13, right? That's not so bad and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, no, it's the principle of the matter. Mm -hmm. Treat other people how you want to be treated. It's the kindergarten rule. It's the golden fucking rule. Like a, those laws existed because somebody violated. You understand what I'm saying? Somebody right. violated somebody else's rights. Yeah. Years upon years ago. Mm hmm that's why those laws existed yeah and then they probably died and then they got sued and then the law changed but the law just changed so we're probably not going to get a reversal of like okay now people are going to get that water break again that's no. not going to happen i mean i mean a lot of companies a lot of bigger corporations they do have a safety person out there and the safety person's responsibility is to make sure that the working conditions aren't going to cause somebody to not come home that night Right. You know what I'm saying? I assume it costs more money for the per for the company to handle a death than like the loss of wages of that five From minute water, water break. I mean, it, it can't be a thought... long water break. I mean, you by law, you're only allowed to have like a 10 minute break on like a eight hour shift. So it can't. <laughs> it's probably not more than 10 minutes. No, no, probably not. But I mean. You know, it is what it is. That's I guess. crazy. But it's like they literally went out of their way to say, no, don't listen to these cities. You listen to us. We're big state. Yeah. It's like, that's just kind of rude, man. It is. Like, it's stupid. And they're like, we're simplifying things here. It's like people have died because of this now. It's yeah. been like two weeks and people have died from this already. And people Fuck are probably you, like, Abbott. yeah. And people are probably like, well, they're just prisoners. So they don't get rights anyway. And prison prisoner rights are just another topic also. Also oh, yeah. just like the slave labor that prisons do. Because they only get like Oh yeah. They get like thirteen cents an hour, but they're that's justified because they're in prison. What do they need money for? And I'm well Yeah, we're paying for their room and board. Oh my god. We are. And also the prisons get money because it's a privatized prison probably. So the prison's making like a shit ton of money on top of like all these tax cuts and then we're also paying for a bunch of this it's i hate you know people prisons. ask 
They're you know, so people stupid. ask me why I drink. <laughs> it's reasons like this. Like, it's enough for privatized prisons just to like. I I, I don't understand. I understand why they exist. Is because of profits and people make a bunch of money, and um, judges get cutbacks for sending X amount of people to privatized prisons. And um, there's a case where like. Um, a, every time a judge sent someone to a privatized prison, they would get like $10,000 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember the exact cost. So like he was just being like, oh, here's a minor offense. Here you go, prison. And well, yeah. And then the prisoner is just like now in prison making 13 cents an hour and they're making like washers and dryers for, I mean, there people do use prisons to make money with that yeah. that. Uh, not slave costs, but that. Well, low it's labor funny costs. that you mentioned that that exact wording, right? Because, like, did you know slavery actually does still exist in the U.S.? Yes, it's illegal. Yeah, but like, even just as recent as February, I mean, there are reports of like migrant child workers in the U.S. <laughs> like, um, oh God, I gotta find the article. Mm-hmm. Let me find it. Like these children, basically, they're coming into the U.S. without their parents, and like, uh, yeah, it's just all fucked. It's great, good times. Um, here's an article. I'm gonna, I'm gonna smoke real quick, mm-hmm. just because like I'm a little bit jonesy right now. But there's there's an article about what I'm talking about, though. So, um, I don't know. We can talk about that, and we can play our game afterwards. Yay. So, like, I don't remember if it was this article or another article, right? But, like, did you know that most child labor offenses, they're, like, almost never a criminal offense? They're usually, like, civil. Oh, yeah. um, Cases. (laughs) Right. You're exploiting a child. So that way you can make money off of them. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't know, it's just rude. Yeah. It's just, and, like, these are migrant children who, like, they're, lately they've been coming over in flocks, like you know, war in Ukraine and all that stuff. I mean, there's other reasons too, but our labor system is just so fucked. Yep, they sure are. Yeah. I'm looking for companies that use it. Well, most of these companies, from what I gather, they work the night shift where nobody wants to work yeah. in shitty areas. They don't pay that much. So, like, I'm thinking Steelworker was one of them, but I I don't remember definitively. Though, admittedly, a lot of Steelworkers have unions, but unions are an entirely other topic. This article I found says that prisoners, inmates being paid 16 cents per hour. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then they come out, and I'm sure they're reformed. They make hand sanitizer. Yeah. Companies such as Whole Foods, Victoria's Secrets, AT&T, Bank of America, Starbucks, and Wendy's stated that they do not use prison labor anymore. Oh. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, stepping up America. Yeah, they do. Yeah. It's kind of hard to find, I mean, like, what companies actually do use prison labor. Yeah, well, if they if you were able to find it so easily, then chances are, like, everyone could find it so easily and states have more or sorry corporations have more rights than the individual in the state yeah it's all proprietary information intellectual property walmart mcdonald's did you know slavery is still really alive and well in the united states i well i can't even remember the exact statistic let me find it real quick um how many slaves in the u.s and i mean we're uh not in 1860 currently we're not this is uh 2023 so we should not be using any slave labor well i mean they might not be being used for labor purposes right Mm -hmm. um but Okay, so this is from The Guardian, right? And this is 2018, so we're talking five years ago. But they estimate over 400,000 people living in modern slavery in the U.S. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, most of these 
uh, yeah, it's just people holding passports or documents or mm-hmm. things like that or threatening to deport them or, or even like, you know, people who have Stockholm syndrome. I mean, a lot of sex slavery in that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so this is a modern article that says slavery is still legal for 2 million people in the U.S. Nice. Now, I don't, yeah, well, I don't know exactly what the hell they're talking about. I assume that they're talking about the prison system, but. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, it says in U.S. forced labor in U.S. prisons today. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You know. I imagine a but, lot of, like, our our slave labor is in prisons. And people will be like, well, it's not slave labor. I mean, they, they're in prison and they get paid 16 cents an hour. I mean, that's not slavery. Yeah. I mean, they can buy a Snickers at the end of the day for a job well done, right? <laughs> right. Oh, except that's $2 and like, yeah, I don't know. Any way to save a buck, man. Yeah. The prison system is just fucked. I should invest though, because it's a really good profit margin. And as a shareholder, I could really use that sort of... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand why we let companies use pr- like prisons as uh, a form of way to make products. It just sounds really scummy, but like people will be like, well, oh, companies will brag. Yeah, pr- companies brag and say, well, yeah, we're we have programs for uh to rehabilitate. Yeah, to rehabilitate and to teach skills to prisoners so they can be get back on their feet (laughs) right afterwards and i'm like okay well when they get out of prison why don't you just you know hire them at you know their factory costs of like 25 dollars an hour (laughs) no they can't get a job anywhere we can get them for a good value they already have the skill Aaron. oh yeah you gotta think like a businessman man yeah and we gotta say made in america and this is a good way to do that at Chinese labor costs. Yeah, I just assume everything that says made in America is actually just made in prisons. That's actually a fair point. It might be. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, uh, it's not. I don't know. I've seen factories that make stuff. Yeah. Like, like bags. Yeah, and like boxes. bags and boxes. Little and... boxes on the hillside. Little boxes filled with ticky tacky. Oh, our marijuana is grown here. Oh, nice. Yeah. Too bad it's not... Doing the Lord's work. Yeah, too bad it's not, like, legal in every state. What? Yeah, I know. That's another another episode. Yeah. We're going to keep saying that until we hit all the things. I don't think we'll ever hit Um, all the things. I think there's too many things. And then we'll have to come back to them eventually. We will. Because, like, we'll be like, no, no. They just fucked this up even worse. Because <laughs> let's say we did like a, a, a labor law like three years ago saying, oh, man, look at that. They were going in the right direction where they made this law to prevent children from working long hours. And then three years later, they're like, oh, they just overturned it. Now we have to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. This was a bad idea. Yeah. But it was legal at the time. Yeah. We lost so much money for not letting 12 year olds work at McDonald's until 10 o'clock at night i'm just happy we figured it out (laughs) really more than anything like i want a sausage mcmuffin and well actually they took that away they took the all day breakfast away you can't get breakfast after like 10 30. who wakes up before 10 30 to want mcdonald's breakfast i mean i wake up before yeah i do too but like yeah but i have a kid yeah actually i have two kids when i think yeah as long as one of them didn't escape <laughs> when <laughs> when i go on road trips back to ohio i'm like oh man i can finally get mcdonald's breakfast because it's 8 a.m and i can get that okay. sausage cheese and egg biscuit with two hash oh, browns man. see the thing is i used to love the goddamn bacon egg and cheese biscuit mm-hmm. used to love that thing or the steak egg and cheese bagel truthfully if i'm going out and i'm on the company dime i splurge for that yeah uh, steak egg and cheese bagel but the reason i splurge for that steak egg and cheese bagel is because i won't eat again until like seven o'clock at night yeah not because the company doesn't allow me a lunch or anything like that Mm -hmm. but just because i get kind of obsessive about the things that i'm into and i like to just get the job done yeah and if you're in texas you don't get that water break so yeah so I got to get hydrated well before. So how better to do that than loading up on salt in the morning? Exactly. I wonder if you're allowed to carry Actually, a water bottle around when you don't have a f- water break. 
I mean, most fact, well, I've only ever worked in one factory. Most jobs that I've ever had, you're allowed to carry around a water bottle. Yeah. I mean, my, my factory so. let me, but my factory was actually yeah. like pretty nice compared to what oh, other yeah, factories. factories. Yeah. Like I can't even imagine working in a meatpacking factory. Like that just hurts my brain and my soul. And it makes me want to be a vegetarian, but I'm like, man, I really like meat though. But man, talking about. It's always bacon that does it for me. It's just another episode. Can I give up bacon? (laughs) (laughs) It's just another episode to talk about whether or not it's ethical to be a vegetarian. So Aaron, I have an idea. (laughs) Okay. This, this has obviously gotten a little bit too real. (laughs) So, <laughs> it's also we're just jumping around everywhere. Well, that's because there's a lot that there's just so much. On, but yeah, it's it's. I mean, labor exploitation is just so prevalent everywhere. Yeah, and it's like the real solution for capitalism. It, it works with trickle down economics as long as the companies are somewhat like ethical. Well, right, you got your pizza party and your fifteen cent raise, right? Yeah, yeah. It's inflation isn't out of control. It's right. the government that's out of control. Yeah. We're providing you with a fair wage of 16 cents an hour, prison right. boy. And if a company you know. had made like, I don't know, $4 billion last year and they just increased by like 75%, that just means that you get an extra 16 cents an hour, not an extra 75% increase in your wage. No. It's all just fun. Yeah. So if I make $20 an hour and I get a 75% raise, that's like an extra what? I mean, roughly an extra 4%. Yeah. Yeah. You shouldn't be making that much, but you're lucky that you work for a company that allows that. Yeah. I mean, that is an argument. (laughs) that people make is like you should be lucky that you have a job here and i'm that's, like what the that's f- why what that. no you should be lucky that you have employees because if you didn't have employees you wouldn't have a company and you wouldn't be making money <laughs> like right and it takes money to make money aaron and i know we charge 200 dollars an hour at this factory for all the products that go out mm-hmm. But we have to pay for middle management. We have to pay for upper middle management. We have to pay for upper upper middle management. We have to pay, we have for, to pay for our CEO. Ugh. You mean, don't like, think about the big picture. You never did. You never did. No. <laughs> I mean, when we have a retainer cost of $200 an hour and the one person doing all the coding is making $17 an hour and the rest goes to the guy's vacation. I mean, it's just how it runs. It's just... <laughs> no. Nobody deserves that much vacation. We have to keep the shareholders happy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So do you, in the words of Jigsaw, do you want to play a game? <laughs> sure. All right. We're, we're going to call this one Struggle for Justice. Okay. ChatGPT wrote it for oh, us. Oh, good job, ChatGPT. We should uh, yeah, I mean, it, monetize it. We should patent it sell it well, i was thinking we should probably pay chappy chat gpt <laughs> we should because like they just did slave labor for us they did yeah i but think how does i think a computer can. spend money uh, they don't yeah i think you can donate to their to chat gpt though i already yeah you can i think you can um, get a subscription i already too. you can oh man i i, I gave him 15 bucks oh nice so, man yeah so I wanted, well, technically I gave OpenAI that because I wanted to use their, um, I was really curious about how their image generator worked, mm-hmm. Dolly, right? Um, so I donated to that to just just to see nice. like how it worked. I didn't really care how it came out. I was not as impressed as I thought I would be. Oh, okay. I've never donated yeah. to Wikipedia and they're always like, could, could you please just like throw us throw us a dime and i'm like god nah. wikipedia stop begging <laughs> i demand you stop begging yeah and uh, you know they're working off slave labor they, they're working off people who want to throw knowledge out into the world for free yeah uh i, th- I think so it's just github technically i think technically wikipedia is just like volunteer work for people pretty much i think google might own them now or at least do their server fees or something like that that's nice i don't remember specifically but they still ask me for money all the damn time yeah yeah chat gpt is way more useful 
Oh it, my god. It already indexed it's all so of Wikipedia, great. so Wikipedia is useless. Yeah, but people don't understand AI and they might think that it's going to like brainwash them and uh, take their jobs away and then we can't have slave labor. I hope AI terrible. takes my job, honestly. I think eventually it'll take all of our jobs and then we'll be like, well, how does capitalism work now? And somebody will be like, somebody needs to maintain the robots. It's fine. Train us to pick up the, the trash robot. out of the joint. Uh, we don't got time for that. You just got to be efficient. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens. My fridge is 10 steps away with fresh cold beer. Mm -hmm. I really just need to move it closer when we do this. That's all you got to do. These are life goals. I'd have to pay somebody 16 cents an hour to do it and then trust a prison inmate in my home, though. Yeah. Why don't you just... Uh... They're going to undercut the rest of society, you know? Like, nobody can make a fair wage if labor's as low as 16 cents an hour. Just put a mini fridge under your desk. I'm at a kitchen table. Uh, It'd be awkward. My knees would hit it all the time. So my desk... It's really not a bad idea. Yeah, my desk is on a Ikea drawer and also like on this wire shelf if i just got rid of like the wire shelf and put my computer on my desk table and just put a mini fridge in place of that wire shelf i would just have a mini fridge next to me all the time yeah. but then i had to stock it that's the yeah. hard part you know like the only reason that uh the only reason that cheap labor works for us is because when it comes to major products that we buy like mini fridges as an example mm -hmm. they all come from china yeah like and they'll work for 16 cents an hour but as soon as like and china's already pretty much like no fuck you we're just going to keep doing what we want to do like they outlawed uh, imports on germanium and was it gallium yeah recently and those are all used to make like smartphone chipsets and stuff like that they're not used for every um piece of electronics but they're used for a lot of them yeah and it's like okay but if you take away the cheap labor sources and the cheap production and all that really there just needs to be an international wage kinda i think i mean eventually We'll have to work together. Otherwise, the earth will just die. Well, eventually. Nobody. But I mean, you have to convince someone. We're talking that. about record heat this year. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, like, to have a, a global economy rather than just, like, a country, it's just all about power. I mean, people like to be in power, so they, and they don't like listening to other people. So that's why we don't have, like, a, you know, global law system. I mean, we do have Interpol and some international law, but yeah. it's usually not carried forth. It's not. It's hard to. It's hard to enforce it because there's no like agency that's enforcing a uh, global. Uh, you never hear policing. about somebody going to global court. No, you don't. I mean, you, you sometimes <laughs> hear about. You sometimes hear about like. Um, people that are wanted and fleeing to other countries and being expedited. But like, mm -hmm. that's about it. Uh, yeah. It's not like anyone. And sometimes when you lose a war, you'll, you'll get, um, uh, war crime charges, but yeah, it's, that's about it. Yeah. But like both sides are doing war crimes, but only the losing side gets to get charged <laughs> for it. I mean, it's, I mean, yeah, our, fuck you, Hitler. I mean, all of our presidents have done war crimes and none of them have, like God. been yeah. charged for it. I mean, every no, single and one of ours even sponsors Goya food products. Hello, black beans. <laughs> Have you seen a can of black beans like this before? It's amazing. The best black, best black beans, hands down money. American dollars can buy really. Oh man. When you think about it, but like I want some, if, I want some if the England beans. dollar, can they buy more beans than our American and dollar? Technically that's, what the euro at this point yeah. and yeah yeah they they probably can yeah they well i mean i guess it depends on transit prices yeah but yeah they they're they're 
dollar value Ch- or their Chipotle has some good black beans higher. They do. Yeah, Chipotle has some good black beans. All right, so let's uh, just cut it out for here, and we'll talk about the game for Struggle of Justice for next time for part two of Game of Workers' Rights. Because I yeah. that's what I that's what I'm calling this is Game of Workers' Rights, even though I we didn't get that. to the game until yeah. until yeah. this part. But yeah, stay tuned for next time as we delve further, maybe not even further, but delve more into workers rights which might well not, i don't know we'll give some examples uh like this game is going to bring the forefront of the mind in a, in a fun way mm-hmm. certain examples of uh i don't know events and hazards in the workplace right? oh man yeah so uh, and uh how a company might react versus how we react and it's all going to be luck based. So, like, oh, we're okay. Gonna roll, yeah, we're going to roll like, like a, like the real game of life. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, essentially, we'll be. Um, I mean, we're not physically in the same room together, no. so we have to make certain provisions. But essentially, it's as simple as you would roll a dice, you would figure out how many moves you would go on a board, right? Except in mm-hmm. this instance, um, we're the board in your to, mind. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're basically going to be rolling a dice to determine which card we pick because you're going to, no matter what space you would have um, landed on, on the real mm-hmm. board, you would have um, landed on one of six cards. Yeah. Um, and then from there, you would typically just draw from the top of the pile after it's all shuffled up, but right. we're not together. So we'll randomize that a little bit with just dice rolls. Sure. Um. And All right. then after that, we'll determine if we're successful in mitigating the situation and what, what it would mean to be successful in mitigating the situation or whether we just flopped right on our face and shit on the floor in the middle of the factory. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> it's like Thanks, ChatGPT. Yeah. yeah. They provide right. this great game for us with uh, no actual workers being entrapped in a system that yeah it's really just amazing chat gpt really is great yeah so stick around for part two